Everyone here wants to see my style. Now the making of a good compilation tape is a very subtle art. Bullet up selector. This is more like it. Yeah, yeah! <laughs> what kind of shit is this? The best man. Welcome back to another exciting episode of the Genre Fix. I am, of course, your host, Run DMT, here to take you on a little bit of a history lesson through a genre you might not know that much about. Before we get started today, I want to remind you guys to go to our website, www.killyouregonow.com, and join our mailing list. You're going to get heads up on all of the new episodes of the podcast, plus you get discount codes and all kinds of cool stuff. Um, also explore the website a little bit, check out some of our old podcasts, uh, look at our merch cause our merch is super duper dope and we're putting up new stuff all the time. And if you want to buy a genre fix t-shirt, we have those up now. Okay. So today we are tackling a genre that in all honesty, I really knew nothing about going into it. I kind of, I've always liked the, the vibe of this particular genre and so I really kind of wanted to do this for my own edification and uh, and really try to get like some knowledge for myself uh, through this whole thing um, and the genre of course which I'm gonna be talking about today is UK garage music um, so the history of this is not really that long um, really the whole thing kind of started in the early 90s uh, this is the genre now when I and, and I'm going to go ahead and preface everything by saying that um, I am doing this podcast on specifically two step UK garage. So uh, it's a particular style. I'm not covering speed garage, speed garage, however you want to say it. This is where it gets a little bit convoluted. So the terms that I'm using the British pronunciation of garage versus American garage music, which I'm about to get into. Um, I think it's important that I go ahead and just specify that I'm going to be talking about two-step UK garage music. Um, but going back a little bit before that uh, came about, a little bit of a history. Uh, so in the early 90s, we had two styles of house really popping off in the United States. You had the Chicago style of house, which was really popular among the, the dance guys, and you had that disco flair happening um, and it was really big, lesser known um, is a style of house called garage house, which is also known as New York house. Um, the term garage refers to the Paradise Garage DJs. Now the Paradise Garage was a gay nightclub located in the Hudson Square neighborhood in New York City. Uh, the club was famous uh, as a haven for the LGBT community and uh, some of its most famous performers would include Diana Ross and a young Madonna. Um, unfortunately, the club was demolished in April of 2018, so big bummer. Uh, a, a museum in and of itself to electronic music is now gone, unfortunately. Um, so then you had guys like Todd Edwards um, that were taking what would be like the house vibe and adding jungle elements to it, speeding it up, and giving it sort of like this crossover, which would be referred to as Speed Garage. Um, and Speed Garage, when we're talking about the overall genre of like garage music, Speed Garage is sort of like the American garage, derived from the garage house of New York City. Um, so it's really more or less defined by a little bit faster of a tempo, 
Um, it's got usually chopped up vocals, a little bit harder bass lines. Plus, like, it's got the jungle elements that are akin to, like, vocal samples and air horns and things of that nature. So um, those are kind of the things that would, like, define, like, Speed Garage. Um, so while that was happening, it ended up becoming sort of a bridge between what was happening in the UK and the jungle scene um, in America and with their house scene. So what in inevitably happened was some of the Speed Garage stuff made it over to the UK and the UK guys, like we tend to do in music with, with the UK of, across pretty much every single genre, we usually one creates something and gives it to the other and they put their spin on it and that ends up coming back. Um, and it's just this like beautiful circle of um, of creativity between two nations, specifically between America and the UK, is is really noticeable. Um, so what the UK garage producers were doing was creating like more of a breakbeat sort of influenced shuffle. Now the shuffle beat it structure is sort of the kind of defining the characteristic of garage music across the board. So like. That's where you get that real kind of new jack swing, which was also a really big influence for this style back from like the 80s. But that swing beat that was real prevalent in all styles of garage and garage music, but really, really, really defined in the UK or the two step, which if I refer to it as two step, that's what it's also called, which was a lot more breakbeat oriented um, and a lot more creative. Uh, the, the sound has like house fusions as well as roots to like the new Jack style. Um, and it's got like a very clean production style to it as well. There's it's very low reverb in the snare. And you're going to see that uh, when I go through the mix here, which by the way, the mix was incredibly difficult because a lot of this stuff is vocals and melodies and kind of weird chord progressions. You'll see what I'm talking about. So it, it was actually a little bit of a struggle. Um, getting this thing put together, but I think I ended up doing it uh, in the end. So two-step was really influential for a lot of reasons, but one of the main ones was its influence on, or its uh, emphasis on MCs and vocalists. So this genre was really pretty much dominated by the MC culture and by the vocalist culture. So you had these artists that were like in their own right, really good musicians and singers who had kind of their own solo following going on, doing their thing to these two-step productions. So in, in, in doing that, the genre in the UK blew up to huge proportions. It was very, very popular. So, um, so yeah, so then you had uh, vocalists such as Mystique. Um, you had vocalists such as Shola Ama and Dizzy Rascal. Uh, who would later go on to be one of the big major influencers in the grime scene, which was one of the offshoots of the two-step movement. And because of their involvement, uh, two-step, uh, your UK garage music became far more than just an underground phenomena. As the genre exploded in the UK, you started to see artists such as Craig David, The Streets, and Artful Dodger um, hitting the pop charts on a regular basis. I, for one, remember seeing the streets, um, I see, saw him do a, a music video on MTV2 at like 2 o'clock in the morning, which is where I got a lot of my, uh, like my music from. 
And uh, yeah, and I remember being really into just the style. And actually, the track that I saw, I put on this mix. So it's going to be on there for you guys. It's going to be, be pretty cool. Um, much of the popularity, uh, just like we talked about with the Dubstep podcast, uh, was based um, through pirate radio or internet radio stations such as Rinse FM, who, based on their notoriety with the youth, got these styles of music out to the kids very efficiently. And, you know, usually what happens with big companies that make music is they pay attention to what the kids are into and then they go buy up whatever they can and, uh, and then brand, 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 as we all know. So the genre just blew up uh, to huge proportions, especially in around 2000, 2001, is when you really saw like the genre have its absolute pinnacle. Um, so around the early 2000s, Garage would become a major influence on the dubstep scene. Uh, and it is cited by guys like Scream specifically that there were certain tracks um, that existed in like the UK garage scene that especially when things were kind of going darker, that directly influenced him. Um, uh, Horsepower Productions, which is all um, I've, I've included them on the mix as well. Arguably one of the very first dubstep acts ever. Uh, but they were they were a garage group or a garage group that um, they sort of honed in on a darker style. And I think that's important to note to all you dubstep fans out there, that this is sort of one of the main roots from which the genre came from. That's the step in dubstep. This comes from two-step. So in addition to dubstep, Garage also gave way to the grime movement, which is really too big to even talk about right now because it's it, that's basically what the UK's answer to American rap is. And it's just it's become such an enormous genre in and of itself. Guys like Stormzy... Uh, and then, of course, Dizzy Rascal, who was one of the originators, um, Skepta, and all of those guys have their their absolute legends in in their in their own country beyond even, and uh, and so it's really cool to see a genre that maintained. And I think the popularity that it did exist for Two Step um, back in the early two thousands sort of just shifted to like a more urban style of music. Um, with like the hip hop and and the like it's again it's all a transference back and forth between america and uk roots so what we ended up with was a really healthy grime scene with some of the best mcs out there that are just shining right now so uh you know big shouts to to the uk grime scene as well um in the in like the late 2000s the early 2010s there was a bit of a resurgence um because up to this point Two steps sort of like the, the style didn't really change that much. And when it did, it usually sort of would be referred to as a different genre altogether. So you'd have things like UK funky or baseline house, things like that, that were akin to two step, but technically just so different to where it could be considered to be another genre. That's why the two step sound, what I've realized in learning this is that it's a very specific style of music. There's elements that, very, very specifically make something a two-step track. Um, and so that's something that's, uh, that's really interesting about the genre is how precise it is. And uh, you really know it when you hear it. So in the early 2010s, you started seeing guys like Zed Bias and MJ Cole really start to like tout the genre. But unfortunately, it really it had already been splintered into so many different things that the genre just kind of wasn't what it was back in the early 2000s. Um, 
a big shot in the arm, I guess some would say, another would say a slap in the face, was around 2014. The BBC aired uh, a show called People Just Do Nothing. Some of y'all might be familiar with this. Those of you who aren't, I highly recommend watching this on Netflix because it's sort of a Trailer Park Boys office-style mockumentary about these guys uh, like a garage crew um, who have a pirate radio station and they're trying to kind of keep it alive well after the genre has had its heyday. And it's, it's pretty much exclusively about these numbskulls uh, brilliantly acted. The music's actually really good in it. And I included one of the tracks from the show on the mix as well. So um, definitely check it out just because it is, I think like a good natured nod to something that's very important to UK music culture. Um, and so now really all that's left is, um, you know, you hear guys that are, that occasionally will put out that kind of sort of two-steppy drum line. Um, but you know, now it's just not, now it's become weird in and of itself, I guess you would say like the last couple of tracks that I include on the mix sort of like, I guess would be the best way to illustrate the people who are doing, using what they or grew up with or what they were influenced by in the two-step world and applying it to current music, whether it be breakbeat um, or, or what, what have you. So um, without further ado, let's go ahead and jump right into the mix and uh, let's go ahead and get started. All right, so jumping into the mix right now, I need you guys to also kind of put yourselves into the frame of mind for this type of music. So this is definitely not aggressive, this is side room music. It's chill. It's awesome to listen to when you're on your way to like a heavy party. It's also great music to listen to to decompress. It's fun. It's sexy. Uh, it's it's a good breakbeat culture you got going on here. Um, so the first track we have going into this is by R.I.P. Productions, and it's from 1997, um, and the track's called Mellow Works. Now, inherently not uh, a two-step track in and of itself, this came out on a very important record label called Ice Cream Records, um, which was de facto really the very first UK garage label that really pushed the sound as UK garage. So the first couple of tracks um, I wanted to put on were from that label because of its really important. So jump into that vibe right now. baseline and that type of house music and uh and moving on in here to another track called what you do uh, by colors which also came out on ice cream in 1988 more of a traditional two-step track Pray your last forever. What you do for me? 
So in this track, you can really hear the syncopated kind of hi-hats going along with that real skippy, broken drum kick drum, um, which really is the definition of like what two-step actually is. So like really what you want to look for are these vibes, lots of soul, lots of crazy good vocals. And it's got that kind of like late 80s, early 90s pop vibe to it. You would hear in songs like Motown Philly by, by Boys to Men. Um, so yeah, you, you really catch that cool kind of like throwback soul vibe with this type of music. Speaking of New Jack Swing, we got a cover of Poison right here, of course, originally by Belle DeVoe, but this one's by DJ Luck and MC Neat featuring Shy Cookie that came out in 1999. They seem from the start It's all so Love is not together from the heart So in this, you can hear really where the 90s and, you know, like the influences of the early 90s, late 80s came into play with, with two-step. track uh, by B15 Project and Chrissy D called Girls Like Us, um, and that's featuring Lady G. Um, this came out in 2000, which was really probably the big year for two-step and, and garage music um, over in the UK. I personally remember this track from the Groove soundtrack. I don't know if you guys remember that weird movie that came out about a rave in San Francisco, but this track was on it. It was actually a really good soundtrack. Um, but yeah, that kind of, you know, in looking back, that kind of did get into my repertoire of, of electronic music I was listening to, some of this UK garage music, without even realizing it. But that's how big it was, is it was permeating Hollywood, even at the time.
coming in right here. We got a track by DJ South Central along with Frankie Paul, aka Fox. The track's called All Night Long, and this is the Danger Mix, which came out in 2000 on Nights and Ripe. And this is definitely more of that side room, mellow, laid back, chill vibes. Light one up. Lean back and blaze a big fat one to this. movement was that it was a sort of refuge from the heavier jungle sounds that were really popping off and um and like i've talked to you guys about in a previous podcast you know there was a lot of animosity happening amongst groups that were going to the jungle parties so this was sort of a nice answer to you know that hostility it was a nice chill sort of good vibes type of scenario um, that he had going on in, in the side rooms uh in london Coming in right here, we've got an early track uh, from MJ Cole. Um, if I'm not mistaken, it's actually a remix. Yeah, original track by Breakbeat Era called Bulletproof. This is the MJ Cole remix in 2000. Yeah. 
coming in right here um, is a track that needs a little bit of an explanation. So, like, as I was telling you in the earlier part of this podcast that how much of an influence UK garage music was on future dubstep, um, this track coming in right here uh, actually turned out to be a really important cog in that machine because this track entitled The Soul by Minta um, Scream remixes and he often cites this as sort of like the beginning of his vision of what he would see as dubstep. So I include this one simply because it's got that sort of underground notoriety to it. Not to mention that I had to actually rip this off of vinyl. This is not available anywhere else. So um, enjoy it. would have gone to inspire the early dubstep because the vibe was much moodier darker and it had that sort of neuro-y kind of vibe to it which was really cool and i recommend checking out the scream remix of this track coming in right now um is a track came out in the uh around 2001 i believe um on his album entitled original pirate material um, a track by the streets who was a sort of street bit rapper that rolled real hard with this sort of two-step vibe, um, you know, throughout, I mean, from the 2000 on, and, you know, I, if I'm not mistaken, he still puts out albums. But this was a track that I caught on to back uh, when I was, I think, like in high school. Um, and this was late night on MTV2, like I discover a lot of my uh, electronic music. Um, but this track's called Same Old Thing. Um, by the streets. Yeah. Enjoy. This is this is my jam right here, and this is also a good example of mainstream Ashtrays, the remains of the day's stone. Pick a bottle off the table, peel the label, 
tell a fable Offer opinion for free on a solution to the latest big news story Football and smut daily as I ponder winning the lottery Buy a drink, chat to a lady, the girl's well fit, definitely not maybe She's rude, I'd shag her and make tea, right there Round there nothing seems to change At street level Same old thing every day That's it, that's it, that's it Just, just played and we played in different yeah. ways Oi, oi, heavy, heavy Round there nothing seems to change At street level Same old thing every day That's it, that's it, that's it Just, just played and we played in different yeah. ways Oi, oi Can't lounge in the boozer all day Got manoeuvres to make Gotta see a man about a dog Can't be late, I'm always late Raining cats and fog But nice and dry in the black dog Down it and one my son Can't sit here, gotta run Things need done If they don't win this and the next one They're getting relegated to the third division At street level, real people, same repeated sequel Rock and roll, four to the floor Like last night, yesterday morning And the night before, and the night before Apparently, there's a whole world out there somewhere It's right there I just don't see it Right there I just don't see it Oi, oi Round there, now things seem to change At street level Same old thing That's it, that's it. Just, just played and we played in different yeah. ways. Oi. So that's uh, Same Old Thing by The Streets. And like I said, that came out on his album, Original Pirate Material, back in 2000, 2002, actually. I was wrong about that before. Um, it was right around the time I saw him, actually, the, uh, the video. Um, coming in right here is a track by Horsepower Productions entitled Fat Larry Skink. Now, this track was a very early release on Temper Recordings, which is, of course, known for the Nightwear Quest line, Scream Binga, and a lot of the other dubstep icons that came around um, in the early days. Now, this track came out in 2003 um, via Horsepower Productions, which was, like, I'd say arguably probably one of the first dubstep acts ever they, they would coin themselves as dubstep um and, but they were they were a two-step act they were they were definitely a garage speed garage act that um ended up making more dubstep tracks so i include this track right here because it was a really cool medium between like what they ended up doing what dubstep ended up being and then what the direction that garage music was going as well Yeah. Exclusive to I. Import. Straight from. 
track is uh, Fat Larry Skink, uh, once again by Horsepower Productions, an important act um, in like the world of both dubstep, uh, rhyme, and garage music. Uh, and that was out on Timpa in 2003. Coming in right here, um, I'm not even sure that you would classify this as a garage track, uh, more of a breaks track, I would say. But I love the drums on this. This is what I think where it could have gone. Um, this track's by Trona called Rhythm Man, and this came out on Moonshine, an American label in 2003. So maybe you disagree, but it's dope either way. This will get you. Again, maybe not considered an actual two-step or a UK garage track, but to me this represents what could happen if you take like the, the concept of what is two-step and just apply some like ravier, heavier stuff to it. You know, that's why I always looked at this track. But the track is called "Rhythm Man" by Trona, and that came out on Moonshine in 2003. Moving on into 2004, uh, coming in here, uh, we have an artist known as Mystique, one of the really important female MCs uh, with a track called All I Want. And this is the Sunship remix that came out in 2004. Sunship also a very important uh, producer in the world of uh, two-step music.
Ready to the looking glass. Life's a never-ending journey. Be careful not to go too fast. Sometimes I can't help myself from falling in too deep. I know it may be hard to tell. Your love is gone in me. Um, in 2004 was kind of the last big year for two-step in UK garage music and there was a serious lull that happened when a bunch of offshoot genres like funky house, bassline house and grime started really popping off um, in the in the eras between 2004 until about 2010 2011 and that's why we have a jump into this next track which came out in 2011 now, a track by Leanne Louise um, called Crazy, and this is the Art Dubs remix. And like I said, we just jumped all the way to 2011. And it was simply because there just really wasn't much happening in the world of garage music. There was tracks coming out, but really I'm trying to just illustrate the history of the genre. That gap in um, existence, sort of, uh, it, it plays an important role. So uh, jumping into 2011 right here with Crazy.
I truly love about this genre is how romantic it is. You know, it's a thing, something that most genres lack is romanticism. And this genre truly has really good vibes to it, you know, um, loving, kind, and real soulful vibes. So it's nice to switch up into something like this. is Lee and Louise, um, the track's crazy, the Art Dubs remix, this came out in 2011. Jumping right here into Zed Bias, a later hero of the two-step movement with a track called Neighborhood. Zed Bias did an amazing job of keeping this genre alive um, and in front of big audiences. Um, and he kept that original soul vibe to the whole thing. I mean, this is two-step at its finest. Neighborhood by Zed Bias. It would be a 2012, I believe. Coming into Todd, Le Todd Latee um, with famous two-step vocalist Shola Anna with a live Sticky Remix. So 
Alive featuring Shola Ama. That was Todd Latee, and that was out in 2012, and that was a sticky remix. Coming in right here, legendary uh, two-step group Artful Dodger with uh, Moving Too Fast, and this also came out in 2012. This is definitely one of my favorite tracks on the whole podcast so far. The masterful, artful Dodger uh, with the track Moving Too Fast that came out in 2012. Um, you can hear the Chicago house disco vibes really deep on this one. Um, and it shows you that they're still doing their nods to where it all kind of came from. track from 2014 um, by an act called Dem2. Uh, the track is called Destiny. Moving into 2014 era, um, we can see the vibe hasn't really changed much. Um, and uh, and thus the two-step garage genre is so niche that it, there's not a whole lot of room for sonic evolution with it. Um, so what you find more on times than not is um, people taking 
different aspects of garage music and applying it to other things such as heavy bass music and things of that nature. Coming in right here, a track by Sweet Female Attitude entitled Flowers. And this is the Eternal Sunship remix. Like I said, Sunship is a really important producer that kind of kept the vibe going for a very long time after it sort of died down. And this came out in 2015. like a half a joke right here but this is a track from the tv show i mentioned earlier called people just do nothing um like i said it's it's it is what it is Yeah. 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 Yeah.
Grecian grind her up on the track Guess she could call that double impact Why are we so lyrically? Cause we're trading, punching a tree for a week and I put this on there just because this show is one of my absolute favorite TV shows. And it shines a, a light on, on garage music and, you know, big shouts to them for doing so. So coming in right here is a good example of what I mentioned earlier about how a lot of new artists are taking, like, aspects of garage and applying it to new types of music. And this is a track called Double Check by Vorso. came out in 2018. right here last track uh, by Jacob Tilburg called three trees and this came out in 2019 so it's like the best example I could find a very recent two-step kind of vibe so check it you can actually find on HBO's Euphoria soundtrack, or at least on their playlist. Um, so it just shows you that the style still hasn't left the mainstream, um, even, even here in the United States. Um, major U.S. producers such as Timbaland have always sort of touted the, the two-step UK garage sound. So um, a very important genre for American production, I think, uh, as well as UK. guys that is uk garage music from a, a style of music that is so well defined that it's become almost frozen in time so that's it i hope you guys learned something i hope you guys enjoyed the mix um that's really the first time i've ever dj'd this stuff so hopefully you guys uh, liked it uh some of the stuff's kind of long play because of all the vocals so i'm i hope you stuck with me on it uh, once again, I want to remind you guys to head over to www.killyouregonow.com and join our mailing list uh, and check out our merch. And if you want to support the show, please buy a genre fix t-shirt. Uh, we definitely would appreciate it. They're really cool. If you like our logo, you just get that boop slapped right on a t-shirt. Um, so until next time, this has been Run DMT and the Genre Fix. Thank you guys for tuning in. Peace. 
What up, guys? Run DMT here, reminding you to head over to KillYourEgoNow.com and check out our past podcast episodes, releases, and new merch. And if you use the code PODCAST15, you get 15% off of our order. Also, don't forget to join our mailing list on the head of the site to get exclusive offers, discounts, freebies, and so much more. Find all this and more at KillYourEgoNow.com. See you there.